Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rollins' Beer Podcast. Episode 335. Why are you singing? What's wrong with you? As you'll have noticed... That the hell's alive if, if with the been, sound of music. Yeah, if, if you've been... Screaming. If you've been subscribing to us from the, uh, the earlier days, you might have realised that my sanity has slowly disappeared over the years. Whatever tenuous grips I had has gone, and um, this is where I'm at, really. Hmm. Reassuring. So, how many episodes do you reckon we'll be at before you're just, you know, killing everyone? Or wearing Steve's uh, head as a hat? <laughs> um, we'll find out, but we never really see Steve, so... Uh, the chances of doing that are pretty slim. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I'm, I'm, this, I might just be creating an alibi right now. Like, <laughs> actually might be sitting here wearing Steve's head as a hat. He's been gone a long time. And I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let you, uh, I'll let you decide which is which. If you want to find out how this all turns out, um, you can come and see us. Ooh, we're we're going to be live. We're going to be live That's in terrifying. person uh, in Thursk. On November the 23rd? Yeah. Uh, Podcast Social Club um, having their event on the 23rd in Thursk. And we are going to be doing a very special one-off non-beer bods beer tasting. With a brewer. With a brewer. So we have to be polite. <laughs> <laughs> so, always, yeah, we are a, always polite. This is amazing. Nines all around. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm always going to take the brewer's side rather than Steve's. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It's just like Steve. St- Steve goes to Thirsk, starts a fight with Brewer, never returns. But thankfully, we are taking on our translator. Um, yes, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to uh, speak the speak the dialect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this week's beer from Beer Bonds. Come and join us. Uh, <laughs> is Bonfire Boy from Harvey's Brewery. Strong ale with a superbly smoky flavour. Now, you hear, you hear that and you immediately think, oh no. Oh no. Smoky flavour. I didn't read that mm. until actually I'd already smelled the beer. I haven't taken a sip yet. I have smelt it. And it smells like exactly what I hoped it would taste like based mm. on that name. Yeah. Bonfire tough for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't... There's... I don't think it's a particularly smoky beer. There's a maybe a hint, but it's not. Whenever I hear smoky, you just you you dread it and you think it's gonna be overpowering and ruin everything. But it doesn't, which is pleasant. Yeah, there's a, a couple of different variations on on smoky you can do, um, and they can produce some really different kind of flavors. For me, this is a. This is a very balanced smoke. It is not a super sweet smoke, um, but it works really nice with those darker, darker flavours to help balance it. Mm. So they're describing it as a, a dark amber beer. Um, I think we could probably agree with that. It's kind of brown ale, maybe, mm. sort of style. Um, not yeah. a lot of carbonation. Uh, it's a very sweetness-driven beer as well. Mm. Uh-huh. So, Harvey's, we've had before. Yeah, we've had them on the podcast before. I seem to recall we quite enjoyed them as well. Yeah. Uh, um, a, a brewery from down south. Uh, survivors of the... Apocalypse? Uh, yeah, well, in brewing, term, <laughs> in brewing terms, kind of, yeah. So, they are one of the breweries that survived the consolidation of the big 
big six that we saw in the the seventies and eighties, where mm. all of the the smaller family brewers got wrapped up into a few very large brewing businesses. Um, Harvey's were considered too small and not profitable enough to be of interest to anybody. Kaya quietly managed to survive it all and kept going, doing what they were doing. You see, profit isn't everything. <laughs> yeah, it really shone out because actually in the in the wake of all that, um, they came back having probably remained a much more genuinely traditional British brewery than a lot of the ones that had gone through that consolidation process where they'd the others had kind of really focused on cleaning up their flavours, making them consistent, being more American in their brewing. Mm. By that, I guess I mean more industrial scale, trying to produce a consistent flavour that had no unusual characteristics, wasn't offensive to anybody. But lacked character. Yes. Mm. Uh, the, I guess the production of a whole load of beers that we know in supermarkets today that had different branding on the outside, but... But basically the same thing. Inside. Basically the same brown, brown twiggy stuff that you got in a bottle. Um, it, always, it always made me chuckle because like people, like I know people that had, had to be loyal to these brands, and it's just like it tastes exactly the same as the one in the blue can, mm. and the one in the red can, and the one in the green can. <laughs> You're a moron. <laughs> but I think Harvey's actually retained a lot more sense of of doing that. They went have gone through a process the last few years of trying to recover some of their older recipes and their older styles of things and mm. trying to bring them back a little bit, um, which is nice. We say seasonal brew for the uh, the fifth of November, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, remember, remember. Was that uh, you see that wasn't even deliberate. Mm. That 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 was just a, a, a sonality uh, starting to yeah, rear its head. It's true. Uh, <laughs> it would have been funny had you done it deliberately. But uh, it's probably a little sad, uh, <laughs> if anything. Um, but yes, uh, one-off brew for uh, for Bonfire Night, which has actually just passed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about anyone else. Like, didn't seem to go off with much of a bang this year. It just seemed oh, to I... like fizzle out, and I'm not do- I'm not dropping these l- puns in deliberately. <laughs> uh, honest. Uh, <laughs> we had plenty of fireworks, and I could definitely smell a few bonfires. Um, I did not do a good job of getting out and seeing any of them, unfortunately. Yeah, I just thought on uh, on bonfire night itself, there just didn't seem to be all that much going off. I saw a few um, like s- stray fireworks here or there. And it there was, was a, a bit, lot, bit disappointing. There was a lot of explosions around my way, but that's stoke for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pipe the bombs for all. <laughs> For me, this beer is very British. Mm. Oh, it's a very British style. <laughs> I really like it. And I think if it was on cask even more, I would love this even more. Yeah. Like the extra the extra bit of character you'd get out of that and, and body, I think, would be really nice for it. Yeah. Could do with a head. Mm. And there is not much in the way of carbonation in this bottle, so it's a little bit on the flat side. Um, That's... That smoke is there, but it's really, it's not an overwhelming, aggressive smoke. It's very much in the background. Mm, it's, it's subtle, a little, uh, a little sweet as well. Yeah. I, I really like, um, as a home brewer, I've used a little bit of smoke malts in dark beers before, and I really like them at really low percentages because they kind of give that impression of toffee and dark flavours and bonfireness without actually being bitter. 
And if you put in your dark malts and end up with something that's a really black beer, it'll get some bitterness out of that, usually. And the smoke, I think it tricks your mind a little bit. It evokes feelings of toasty flavours, but doesn't actually give you that bitterness. So you end up with something that's kind of sweeter without that, which I like. Oh, it's a clever little bit of brewing. Yeah. Right. Um, shall we start to wrap this one up? Mm. Um, I love this. It is like liquid bonfire toffee. It reminds me of happier times in my youth. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it very much a British style. Um, yeah, it's nice. And the sort of beer I want to drink at this time of year, the nights are getting a, a, a little bit longer. I could quite happily see myself having a few of these on a cold night. Uh, I'm going to give this one a solid 8 out of 10. Good job. I also enjoy this. I think it is unctuous and sweet without being cloying, which is a delicate balance to to have, to give that feeling of a hug without it becoming something sickly and unpleasant that I don't want to go back to. Um, We're still talking about beer here, right? Uh, <laughs> no, it's not meant to be personal. Um, I think the complexity on it's lovely, but it's not just a big sticky beer with just caramel sweetness in there there's other stuff going on that i really enjoy and that makes me want to come back and drink it again and taste that and appreciate that um i think it's a really great balance really clever brewing uh it's a nine for me wow go big or go home yeah that seems to be the thing this week uh right well on that note we should probably drink up and shut up we're done we're done